0: Welcome to Shape by Faith. I'm Teresa Rowe, where we shape our bodies and our hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is a Kentucky Farm Bureau Agency Manager in McLean County. He is my lovely husband, Robin Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Robin.
1: Good afternoon, Teresa. <laughs> good I do be morning have a question. Time, you know. <laughs> I do have a question for you. Why did you choose to use the word lovely instead of handsome?
0: You know what, Robin? I told you to behave, okay? This is my show.
1: (laughs) And just how long have you had this show, Teresa? Five years. And this is the first time that you thought about inviting your husband?
0: Absolutely, and the listeners will find out why. Okay, so I asked Robin on my show to help me share with all of you out there how we both met and how we blended both of our families together because we're in the month of February, and this is the month you know, that exudes love, and really, that's when we had our first date, so I really wanted to talk about, you know, um, how blending families together in God's way, what that looks like, or at least what it looks like in our family, and, and give people encouragement out there, like, if they if they're getting ready to blend their families, or they have blended them, that there is hope, because we're still married, right? That's correct. <laughs> I mean, we're going on 23 years this March. So, Robin, let me ask you something. Does it feel like 23 years of marriage to you?
1: Now uh, You know that's a trick question. Either answer is going to be dangerous for me, but I am a happily married 23 years and look forward to another 123 years, if possible.
0: Okay, that sounds good to me. Good answer, by the way.
1: <laughs> uh
0: Before we met, I'll give you a little background on me. I was a divorced single mom raising four children, and I was working four part-time jobs. And uh, it was a struggle. It it was challenging. I I had uh, a very lovely couple in our church that we attended uh, help me. Um, Actually, uh, Betty is her name, and she watched the children during the day so I could work. So she was a godsend. And her husband David, who is now on with the Lord, he really took on that male role, you know, for my children, but especially my sons. So, Robin, um, what about your life? What was it like before we met?
1: Well, I was fully invested in my work. Uh, I usually put in 50 to 60 hours a week, uh, a little work on the weekend. And then every weekend, I had the children that was our custodial arrangement and of course, I enjoyed that I wanted to be with my children um, but it was it was a challenge because I really didn't have my own personal life at that point
0: yeah you were you were working all the time and then seeing your children, which was great um, We both knew each other, and I want the listeners to know that. We we didn't know each other well at all, but we both had seen each other before because our children went to school together. And so I would see you at different school events, and, you know, I remember your face. And so that's how we knew each other. Um, But at the time, when I was that single mom working those jobs, I had been praying for almost five years I was very invested in the word of God and and really I didn't want to mess up again as far as a marriage. I did want to get married again, but I wanted God to send the right man into my life. And I I just remember praying and just trusting God and believing that he would, you know, bring that about. And I asked God specifically to bring a man into my life that would love him first that was like a prerequisite for me that you would love him first and then you would love me and our children um, just like your own. And um, we're going to get into that. But that's what my hope and my prayer was. So let's talk about, Robin, when you first kind of encountered me in my work environment, um, you were actually waiting for your daughter, Layla, to get finished with her dance lessons. And of course, I, I didn't know that was going on. So what was your first impression of me?
1: Once again, this is one of those questions where I'll be in trouble <laughs> later, but, oh, come on. Uh, but but you will admit that at that time you were a little standoffish. you think. and, uh, and, and I understand that because you had been uh, hurt, you had a lack of trust. For men, and and that's understandable, um, and and I initially called you stiff-necked.
0: Yeah, I remember.
1: And and you and you <laughs> were a little, uh, uh, a little bit uh, cautious about smiling, and uh, it, it was hard to see that real inner beauty because you were protecting yourself so much.
0: What about on the outside? <laughs> fishing now for a
1: compliment well i mean (laughs) well you you could see there was hope there
0: thanks okay let me let me tell our listeners what i thought about you okay robin is coming into the dance studio i worked for one of my part-time jobs was working as a dance instructor for joy johnson's dance studio and uh, both my girls were in dance lessons and i was also her receptionist so i would juggle both jobs and I loved it there, but I remember you coming in, Robin, and just staying in that small little lobby area while Layla was in dance. And just to be honest, I don't think any other man during the time I was working there had just come in and stayed. So, my first impression, you know, like you said, I didn't trust men. I thought he's a weirdo or. You know, he's, he's maybe he's a pervert. I'm just being honest with you. You know that, that that's not... You're welcome. So, anyway, I didn't realize that you took off work from, a you know, your job in McLean County and that you drove into Owensboro. You picked up your daughter. You brought her to dance. And you stayed there and waited for her for an hour. And, and then you picked her up, brought her home, went back to work. I mean, I felt like a total smuck. When I did find out the reason, you know... So I mean,
1: so I moved down the chart on pervert, right? Act,
0: yes, yes, you did.
1: Thank you. You know,
0: so we didn't like love at first sight or anything like that, but I think our first date kind of set the tone for what was going to come next. And so, um, our first date, Robin, you want to share with? them about that?
1: Well, I, I want to go back to when you were praying for a godly man, and you said that you had had a dream about a, a man.
0: That's right. And yeah, and
1: and uh, this particular man was walking with a cane.
0: Yes.
1: And as as it was, Uh, Just a few years earlier, I had been in a serious car accident and had to learn to walk again and used a cane for a period of time, wore a brace on my leg, and I'm sure people in McLean County could remember this, Uh, those that are still alive. uh, The uh, the, the story stuck with me all these years because I, I knew that God had chosen to put us together,
0: you know, that's good, Robin. I totally forgot about that dream. And honestly, I mean, this is embarrassing to say. I was looking for a man with a cane and a limp. Like, any time I saw a man with a cane and he kind of limped, I'm like, is that the man? I'm like, no, nah, that's not the man. I'm not <laughs> really feeling that. So I had no idea when when I met you, uh, even on our first date. I don't think I knew that that had happened to you. That was a pretty serious accident. Um So our first date came about. How'd that come about?
1: Well, I I remember picking you up, and and as soon as uh, you got in the car, you started uh, your own version of the Spanish Inquisition, uh, (laughs) questioning everything about me uh, at least an hour. Oh, it
0: wasn't an hour. Oh, it
1: seemed like longer. It
0: was like 20 to 25 minutes.
1: But but you just uh, repeatedly questioned me and my faith with God, uh, my family, uh, the fact that you had four children, and if you're not serious about uh, your relationships, uh, then I'm not interested in going on this date. And you were very direct. <laughs> I had put on a tie for this event. That was silly. (laughs) So I I took my tie off and threw it in the back seat, and I said, okay, can we go on our date now?
0: That is hilarious. I mean, I tell people the story, and I can't believe I was so direct with you, but I didn't want to mess up this time. And I didn't want to waste my time on dating someone that, you know, that wasn't the man God had picked out for me because, you know, I'd messed up before. So, um, thank you.
1: Oh, you're most welcome. Well,
0: we've got, Robin, we've got to take a break. So, you're going to have to just chill till we come back in the next segment. So, everyone stay tuned for more Shape by Faith coming up next. Welcome back to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. Well, I've asked my husband to be on the show with me today, Robin Rowe. He is a Farm Bureau, Kentucky Farm Bureau, agency manager in McLean County. And I asked him on... Um, so we could share with you how we met and the significance of that is God brought us together and then blending our families together because we both came from basically, a, you know, broken homes or a divorce, not not in our own personal homes, but he had been divorced and I'd been divorced. And so we really want to share with you um, some tips and suggestions and what worked for us and what maybe didn't work. So. Robin, why don't you run with it um, on our first date we're at the restaurant?
1: Well, we both were just amazed. The waitress came up to us after she had served our food, and she said, just how long have you two been married? And, of course, we weren't married at that time, but evidently she saw that we had uh, a chemistry there between us, and before the evening was over, we were already thinking, when are we going to get married?
0: Yes, I, I remember that tug or that gut feeling I had uh, just looking at you, going, He's the one. But I'm like, I wonder if he knows that I'm the one. <laughs> <For him. laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty incredible. And then we did not date long, did we?
1: No, not at all. We didn't want to mess it up and find out more about ourselves. Right. <laughs> we, we
0: decided that we would go into this marriage and do it the right way and respect one another. And, um, you know, really follow God's um, commandments, and um, anyway, I won't get into that or anything, so the wedding day Robin
1: well that was that was an experience the, our first uh, uh, justice of the peace. He had the audacity to pass away.
0: I know. I
1: can't believe it. Yeah, but it was is that a sign? Yeah. But we
0: kept going, right?
1: Right. So uh, that Sunday morning, we we headed to the the second justice of the peace, and uh, he met me at the door wearing a T-shirt that he looked like he might have cooked breakfast in. I think he did. And and so he he saw me dressed in a suit and a tie, and all the children in suits and ties, and he said, you know, I'm going to go get cleaned up. So he heads into the house, and we stand outside for a few minutes. And he comes back out, and he greets us once again. And this time, he's wearing a a jacket, the same T-shirt, and a clip-on tie. (laughs) And I thought, man, this is class here. So... (laughs) We waited for Teresa to show up and, uh, I was a
0: little late Yes, of course just you were a little late, yeah, not bad
1: Absolutely And it was fine And, and we we had a, a, a puppy dog Who could uh, bark, happy birthday Puppy dog,
0: it was more like a horse Yeah That dog yeah. was huge
1: Yeah, and he had a snout issue Where he every time he climbed up the stairs yeah. He would, you know, it was, it was bad
0: We laughed through our wedding vows
1: Oh, absolutely We literally
0: laughed out loud It was just, you had to be there to experience it, it was hilarious. All of our children, I believe, wrote uh, an essay on that day when they were in middle school or high school. They all got A pluses on it, too. I mean,
1: it was very you entertaining. Ma- you
0: just can't make it up. So, you know, looking back on how we blended our families together very quickly, you know, I, I, I believe we should discuss this. I, I think we should have spent more time talking to our children of course i talked to my oldest daughter christina and and you talked to your oldest sons and uh my my uh, twins were just four and then my other daughter was nine candace was nine and so i really talked to christina because she was used to having me uh by herself we had a very good relationship going and i should have spent more time with her
1: but i you know i just felt like well, it's not. It's not your grandmother with a little mixing bowl uh, in the kitchen, and everything is just homey and quaint. It's more like an industrial commercial blender that is shaking and rocking the <laughs> kitchen counter. That was what our life was those days uh, when we first got married. The children were in total rebellion. Yes, uh, the, uh, Teresa, your your children they didn't want to move to. My McLean County. Do you no, Okay, I, oh, I like McLean well, County. Okay, it's but not they that. were so used. They to being were used in to Owensboro. Owensboro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then my kids, they were giving up part of their bedrooms, and in some cases, all of their bedroom, and moving into the basement. Right. So, because they were only there on the weekends. So it. It was a real challenge for all of them. And we found it best to just simply let them fight it out. And we would go upstairs (laughs) at about 8 o'clock and say, you all have a nice evening.
0: After we said our prayers with the kids and we had a little Bible study or a little devotion, we always did that. We always had them join us upstairs um, in the bedroom. But, yeah, uh, you know, looking back, we probably should have gotten some direction or advice or counsel but I think we felt so strongly that God placed us together that God would work it all out. And so looking back, yes, we, we probably should have reached out for some help. Uh, but at the same time, I, I really think we looked to Christ for our helper and the Holy Spirit to just really guide us. And, and it was messy. I like that industrial blender. That's exactly the way it was. But it became a messy, beautiful type of thing. You know, I, I remember we would always have dinner time when the kids weren't in sports or dance, and we would always make time for dinner together as a family. Uh, a lot of stuff went on at that dinner table.
1: Oh, and when we went out to eat, it was like a parade going oh, yeah. into the restaurant. Oh, people yes. would look at us like we were some aliens from another planet.
0: I mean, nine people coming in and seven kids. And,
1: and usually they had a friend or two that's with them. Right,
0: always They always had friends with them, and, and we encouraged that. We tried to keep their life uh, as normal as possible, but it really wasn't normal to them. So, but anyway, they all turned out great. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Um, You and I made sure that we placed God first. And I think that was the key.
1: Well, that, that's God's plan is that he be first in your life, your spouse be uh, right beneath God, uh, then your children are down there, mm-hmm. you know, loved, but still they're not held on the same uh, level as uh, your wife or your husband. And
0: that's hard for a child that's had their parent to themselves, let's just say, for five years. And, and you know, like in my case with Christina, it, it was very challenging for her. I see that she was a very independent young lady Uh, i never had to remind her to do anything or homework or anything she was an a student and but i I probably should have maybe talked to her more about it
1: well i I will tell one little story which kind of gives uh the listeners an understanding of our life at that time you had never been on a riding lawnmower before
0: Robin, don't tell
1: that story. Oh yes, oh yes, because it it it, <sighs> it exemplifies really exactly. Okay, okay. Go, so go <laughs> so I say, well, Teresa, if you're going to be on the riding mower, the only thing you can't do is go through the swing sets. I know you don't want to have to move them out of the way and stuff, but don't go through them. Well, you recall what happened. You went through them. And you wrapped your arm up in the, the chain, and it pulled you off the mower backwards. But that's not the point of this story.
0: Thanks. <laughs> it ripped off all my skin on my left oh, arm, absolutely. by the way. Oh, absolutely. And they yes. thought it was dislocated, but it wasn't Prescott. Am-
1: absolutely. But you came uh, hopping around the house screaming and everything, so I put the weed eater down. We go in the house, and Christina says, What have you done to your to my mother? What have you done? <laughs> And and it was just hilarious, and I said, okay, I'll take her to the hospital, but there's nothing wrong. So, from that point forward, has not been on the mower.
0: You know, mowing wasn't that bad, and I thought, I mean, that was a freak accident. That shouldn't have happened, Robin. I'm not really a do-the-yard type girl anyway. I like the interior of the house. I love And you decorating. do it so well. Oh, thank you so much, darling. Yeah, we really don't talk to each other like this. Um, <laughs> You know, I want to talk about when we go into the next uh, segment, what really worked for us and why it worked. But I think, Robin, the strengths you bring to our marriage and what you continue to bring is you're a great listener, one of the greatest listeners I've ever known. Um, You bring a servant's heart. You are willing to do anything for anybody at any time. You're willing to drop what you're doing. It doesn't matter who in the family needs your help, and you're right there. So, uh, you have been our support system and you have stabilized us and and i think after i realized that you know quality in you then i began to trust you we've only got 10 seconds so you really can't say anything
1: well that was very kind of you teresa and you need
0: to hear it once in a while
1: well thank you i really appreciate it
0: okay we're going to take a break and we will be back with more shape by faith stay tuned Welcome back to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My husband, Robin, and I are discussing our family and blending our family together. We have seven children and 11 grandchildren, believe it or not. We are blessed and we are happy. And we don't want to give you the impression that we have all the answers or every day is, you know, full of roses and chocolate. But we we do want to encourage you, if you're blending your family together, or if you have a blended family and maybe you're dealing with some things and don't know what to do, we're not counselors. All we know is what worked for us and what continues to work. Um, So I think one of the best pieces of advice that I would give someone or a blended family, the couple out there, and this is something that Robin and I both do, is to forgive quickly. Know that that person messes up, makes mistakes. Don't put them on a pedestal.
1: Yeah, don't, don't go to sleep on your anger and let it uh, uh, build up and explode on your, your mate or your children.
0: Right. And yeah. I don't think we ever did that. I think I couldn't go to bed being angry at you. I mean, I wanted to sometimes, but then the Holy Spirit got a hold of me. That's where you have a close relationship with God. And when you do, that whole Holy Spirit it well, convicts they, you, know, you and yes.
1: reminds you that that person loves you very much yes. uh, We never allowed the children to put a wedge between us We uh, we had them in their proper position That Teresa and I were on the same level The children, uh, they were on a different level
0: And that was hard, and that was challenging a lot of times
1: They're from um, your flesh and blood
0: gracious <laughs> I mean, there were times, I mean... The, Yes, there was total rebellion from the children and I won't get into that, but most families experience that. Now that all of our children are grown adults and they're out of the house, you know, we continue to work on a relationship. Actually, when the last one left, I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah, every night's a date night. No, seriously.
1: Well, you know, the empty nest really didn't affect us Uh -uh. because we had always kept our relationship uh, on the front burner. We always took care of each other. And so there was not that transition of, oh, we're alone now. What do we do with ourselves?
0: Right. And I think that's important for couples. It's not that you're... You know treating your children bad at all It's not that at all But you're putting God first And then you're putting your spouse next And then that's that divine order That God talks about in his word uh, One of my favorite scripture verses Is out of Proverbs three five six: 6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart Lean not on your own understanding In all your ways acknowledge him And he will direct your path And that is the truth And and I'm sticking to it
1: Absolutely I have to do one thing before this ends I want to uh, say that I always my uh, my body gets goosebumps every time I hear a commercial with uh, with your program on Rush Limbaugh and I just have to say talent on loan from God
0: (laughs) you just wanted to do that
1: absolutely
0: (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what we have fun we laugh we make fun of each other uh, we make light of things, and we have a deep love for God and one another. And we just want to encourage you that you can build a relationship, a strong relationship. I'm in my mid fifties. Robin, he's quite a bit older than me. He's in his oh, thank years. you. <laughs> but you can have a strong relationship and continue to have a strong relationship. Well, we got to go. Thank you, Robin, for being on Shape by Faith. Well, thank you
1: for inviting me. Finally, You're
0: welcome. Uh, you can come on anytime, sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> Oh, I can't stand that. I'm not like that at all, that sugar stuff. Anyway, everyone have a great day. Bye.